Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 403, for Wednesday, April 12th, 2017. This is the BGG Page Views edition. It's been about a year now since the beta version of the, or the new version rather, of the Board Game Geek game pages has launched. And I've always, I've been associating the spike or the rise in the number of page views, or as I've called it, the new era of high flying, uh, I've been associating it with that event. At this point, though, the page views are uh, notably down from where they have been over the last several months. We do still have one game over 50,000, but only one game over 40,000. And this week, only four over 30,000, which is two fewer than last week. And it is those same four over 20,000, four fewer than last week. And the fewest games over 20,000 views that we've had since July 20th, when there were only three. In addition, we only have 28 games over 10,000. That's three fewer than last week. And the fewest we've had at that level since October 12th when there were 27. Just missing the top 10 at number 11 is Clank, with 301 page views too few. Returning after five weeks away at number 10 is Pandemic Legacy, by Matt Leacock and Rob Davio, published by Z-Man Games, with 15,538. That is a gain of about 900 views, or about 6%, but it is the fewest views for a number 10 number 10 game, excuse me, since August 3rd. Returning after 27 months away, it last charted on January 15th of 2015. Terra Mystica by Jens Drogemuller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games with 17,193. It's a gap of about 1,600 to Pandemic Legacy, but a gain of over 2,000. It has been, as I detailed a couple weeks ago when I went through you know, the top, all the games that had 10,000 views or more, it's routinely over 10,000. It's routinely in the top 20, but doesn't typically have that extra push to make the top 10. Obviously, it hasn't done it in two years. That's a 16% gain from last week. So why is it here now? Well, one possible reason is that I saw in the forums there was temporary early access to the digital version, which apparently is on the way soon. Uh, Maybe that's the reason it got the spike, the attention there. In re-entering, after so long away, it charts for the 58th time which would have tied it with the next game up on the list, Pandemic Legacy, if it hadn't also reappeared this week and charted for the 59th time. After two weeks at number five, sliding back three spots to number eight is Rising Sun by Eric M. Lang, published by Simon and Guillotine Games, with 18,154 just about a 1,000 more than Terra Mystica, a drop of 15,000 from last week, or 46%, which is expected uh, since the Kickstarter campaign ended. I'm actually surprised it charted another time at all. 
Returning after A Week Away at number 7 is Anachrony by David Turchi, Victor Pater, and Ricard Amon, published by Mind Clash Games with 19,415. It's a gain of over 4,000 views, or 28% from last week, and beats out Rising Sun by about 1,300. I have looked at the forums to see what might have triggered this really impressive increase in views. There are far more threads over the last week than there had been the previous week. No indication as to why that might be, except that maybe it has a wider availability. Climbing four spots to number six is Too Many Bones by Adam and Josh Carlson, published by Chip Theory Games with 19,474. That's a gap of a very narrow 59 views between Too Many Bones and Anachrony, but a big gain of almost 3,000 for this one, or 17% from where it charted last week at number 10. Also jumping up, Three spots from number 8 to number 5 is Moons by Robert Burke, published by Robert Burke Games and Quick Simple Fun Games with 19,979, 505 views more than Too Many Bones, and a decline of 700 views from last week, or about 3.5%, which is not bad at all, and yet it sees a big jump of three positions due to the dramatically weaker competition. After two weeks at number three, sliding back one spot to number four is Scythe by Jamie Stegmeyer, published by Stonemeyer Games with 31,801. The gap there between Scythe and Moons is almost 12,000 views. That is a drop of about 4,000 for Scythe, or 11%, a pretty hefty decline, but this is its 51st week on the countdown, and it is now moved into number seven on the lit position of most weeks uh, for a game ever. Now, right ahead of it on that list at number six is Terra Mystica, also charting this week, and at number five is Pandemic Legacy. Jumping up three spots to number three after a dip down to number six last week is Arkham Horror, the card game by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 32,205, or 404 views more than Scythe. That is also a decline of about 1,100, or 3.5%, so not as dramatic as the, down, the dip that Scythe saw. At number two for the third week in a row is Terraforming Mars, by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games with 34,770, or 2,500 clear of Arkham Horror, a decline of about 1,600, but its tight competition from last week in Scythe uh, ebbed away with Scythe losing, again, over 4,000 views. Terraforming Mars becomes the 12th different game to have five or more weeks at number two on the list. But at number one, for the 11th consecutive week and the 12th week overall, it is Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games with 146,460. That is a gain of over 42,000 views from last week, or a 41% increase. 
to the number two most views ever for a game. In other words, it has beaten its previous best mark from a few weeks back of 143,000 by about 3,400. The reason it has seen this huge spike is that it has another Kickstarter campaign going for a second printing of the game and some assorted other things that had a $100,000 goal and has already had almost $2 million pledged. The difference between Gloomhaven and Terraforming Mars is 112,000 views, which absolutely shatters the mark for relative performance. I've talked about this a few times when you can say that a particular game, a number one game, has uh, so many more times the views of the number two game. In this case, Gloomhaven has 4.2 times as many views as Terraforming Mars. What that means is that it literally has, yeah, well, more than four times as much. The previous mark that Gloomhaven set was three and a half times as much, so going up to 4.2 is quite a bit more. It now has the three highest marks for relative strength of a number one game. It also sets the best mark for most games over the most views over the number 10 game. Pandemic Legacy, recall, had only 15,000, Gloomhaven at 146,000. That is 9.4 times as many views as the number 10 game. And the other metric I've used in this arena is adding together the views from number 2 through number 10 and comparing to that. In that comparison, Gloomhaven has 70% of the views of the, the rest of the top 10 which again shatters the mark set way, way back by Marvel Dice Masters of 62% of the total views of the rest of the top 10. What that means is that in general, as I said, the page views are lower, which is not a big surprise for April. Uh, you know, you, we haven't gotten to the big convention season, the big new releases. Usually the spike, the, the lowest point is in the summer before we get into uh, Origins, and particularly Gen Con. But with Gloomhaven going so strong right now, it's, it's landing at a time that is outside of the time when games typically are hot. And so there's just absolutely no competition. Uh, it's very similar to what Android Netrunner was doing when it had its long consecutive run, which happened a little bit earlier in the year, but also lasted through this time frame right through till Gen Con for Netrunner. We'll see whether uh, Gloomhaven has that kind of longevity. I thought it'd be interesting to look back at where Netrunner was when it had its 11th week in a row at number one. That was back on February 20th, 2013, and the mark that it set, the number of views it had, was 34,134. That doesn't sound like a lot, does it? It wouldn't have even been enough for number two this week. And there are weeks that we've had where it wouldn't have even been... see, the, the best mark I have here, there was a week when that wouldn't even have been enough for number six just a couple of months ago. But it was a different environment, as I've said before. Not only was the site just... It just had less traction, less attention, because it was... I mean, it was talking about here four years ago. But... I think that coding change with the 
the new version of the games has really altered the way that the page views are counted. Anyway, that mark of 34,000 is very close to Netrunner's high. It peaked, had a mo the most it ever had was a little over 35,000. And, uh, and it was one of the best page view totals for a very long time at the time. Uh, the number two game that week was Firefly the game, which only had 21,000. So you see it was a quite a gap between the 34,000 for Netrunner and the 21,000 for the number two game. The number 10 game that week had just under 10,000. For Wednesday, April 12th, 2017.